Hello there, wrestling fans, and welcome to the internationally known Dudes at Ringside podcast. I am your host, Joe the Panther the Third, and now introducing to the mic my fun friend for so long, the man to the myth, the Nas the legend, the Middle Peak. You forgot the happy heel himself. The happy heel himself. <laughs> What's going on, Ringside Crew? What's going on, internationally known? Oh, we got Scott, uh, another subscriber right there. Thank you so much, by the way. So, welcome to the Ringside Crew. Um, what's going on, internationally known? What's going on, everyone? What's going on, Joe? Not too much, man. Like, this is a fun, fun, fun day. We got, we're going. We're going overseas, and then we have to come back and go to another city. Um, so uh, let's give a warm, warm welcome, dudes at ringside. Welcome to Ian Skinner. What's good? What's good? How's it going, what's, guys? What's, Everyone who's viewing on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch, all across the platforms, multi-platforms. Let's go! Yeah, let's man. go! Let's do this. So Definitely. if our fans are not familiar with if our fans are not familiar with you, introduce yourself. Okay, so I'm Ian Skinner. I am a British wrestler based in Scotland. Uh you'll mainly see me doing stuff like um kicks, um, submissions, um, having a bit of a laugh. You'll probably see me on Twitter, probably posting a meme, you know, reacting with a gif. Or something like that. But mainly you can see me doing my thing on the WWE Network or Peacock, depending on where you are, for ICW Fight Club. But now shows are coming back, so hopefully you'll be able to see me live sometime soon. Mm. Hopefully in the U.S. Oh, God. Oh, fingers crossed. (laughs) Please tell us. We would be – if you ever come to New York, tell us in a week in advance. I live live in Pennsylvania – I'd come down and we would, if you have extra t-shirts, we would be, we'd be, we'd be your, your uh, models for the shirt. <laughs> be like, see, go to the merch stand, pick up a shirt. <laughs> no, totally. I've got, uh, I've got friend Mateo Valentine out uh, Chicago way. So hopefully I'll be going to visit them at some point. And then I've got a friend who lives out by our, in Florida, but also California, but also by way of Arizona, um, Jamie Senegal, who I think we, we spoke about before previously, Jamie, because uh, I think she was doing a live, and you guys were in there, and you're like, wow, I love your hardcore matches. And I'm like, oh, hey, what's up, guys? I'll see you next yeah. month. Yeah. Um, what's that? Ever so spiffy. Welcome, all your ringside crew for an eye. Oh, that's that's our mod. That's our mod. She's letting, that's everyone know to, she's letting yeah. everybody know to behave right now. Otherwise, she's going to kick them out. I was like, I was expecting a question. I was like, okay, what kind of multi-part question is this? Uh, yeah, is yeah that's pretty cool. I can't wait to have uh, Jamie Lynn on here. This is uh, to hear her her story about her match against uh, uh, the match she had that was like almost like the a jackass style. She like threw the oh yeah, ended with the shopping trolley and the firework and yeah, She's, yeah. Like, the, uh, my name is Jamie yeah. Lynn. This, this is jackass or something like that. She goes, yeah, oh god. <laughs> I was like, I, was like, I, I think Joe sent me that clip. Yeah, like, she's something else. She that. is something else. Uh, I tell you what, she's chaotic as anything. Like, it's she FaceTime it. Yes, yes. They call me the Pitbull. Oh, Pitbull. Mr. Worldwide represent. Uh-huh. Um, 
but yeah, she's crazy. Um, <laughs> like she'll just like she. I've she also sometimes forgets that I'm in the UK and she's in a different time zone, so she'll like FaceTime me at like three AM, and I'll be like, duh, duh. and then I'll be like, why did you try FaceTime? I was that, asleep. That, and like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna take those steaks and uh, put that's, them. Your that's forehead, the running right? joke of the show, actually. That's the running joke. Of the <laughs> you show, have a running actually. joke between me. Yeah, and Joe actually. It's like, like I we, do this. If we like, uh, text I'm somebody, the, the wrestlers, and we're, I'm, and he's like, Joe, stop. I'm like, why? I want to talk to these people. That like, they've touched base because a lot of them don't really talk to us till like week before the show or day before the show or the day of the show. He's like, yeah. you're gonna get in trouble, Joe. And I'm like, why? And then he goes, <laughs> I go, oh yeah. Damn Americans. <laughs> it's 3 a.m. It's like 3 a.m. or 4. <laughs> I, lo- I love the fact as well, you guys were like, you were just trying to like get in the like the, the anecdote because you both knew the anecdote, but you're like a married couple where you're like, oh, oh, wait, oh, 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 oh. Then Joe took over. So Joe definitely, whether he's the wife of a husband, definitely wears the pants of a relationship. I'm the handsome husband that goes to the store dressed in like a, a dress, dress with a, a nice iron jeans, ripped jeans with the cool metallic iron, I, oh, I thought you said iron jeans I'm like, wow, that would be really uncomfortable like, to wear I just... cool ripped jeans, wear down jeans with the Metallica <laughs> t-shirt with the cool cool baseball cap like, how you doing? Like, oh, wife this? Nah, it's the ice <laughs> ring Nah, nah, there? What's up? Yeah, like, you have to be the fuck, what's up? Yeah, this yo, and if you ever came to my town in Milford, you would love our our our, our moms and uh other mothers in my town. <laughs> uh, okay, nice. They're funny. Uh, also, they, they, I was a greeter for nine years, so they would jump on me. Like I'd be like, "Whoa, whoa, we're asking questions. Why are you being weird to me?" <laughs> so, uh, Pitbull's just asking. I think they're asking in the last one in regards to like flu friendly podcast. You know, do I have any pets? I don't have any pets just now. However. Uh, it's kind of like again back to a wrestling anecdote. Um, so my uh, my family dog who I had since I was a teenager, fortunately passed away on the day I made my debut in 2017. Ooh. But I did get a tattoo in tribute for him. Also, tattoos. Wait one sec. Oh, okay. I need to spin oh. the revolving chair. Don't fall off your chair. Oh wow, that's cool. Oh, dude, that's so nice. That's a good tribute. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful and more recently as well, my family did uh, purchase a new puppy. So I think it, I'm I'm happy for them because they're able to get over kind of like the, the grieving process. Because um, like you know, dogs are family. I think you know if you have a pet, you know dogs are literally part of your family. So um, losing a dog. Um, yeah, I, I lost my dog two weeks ago. I don't know if you oh, noticed that episode. I I was supposed to get the geek earlier. But my mom had to bring uh, our dog, our long-haired wiener dog, Honey, to put be put down. Mm. Still hard to think about because she was like a little sunshine. The dog, you wouldn't even know her, and she'd see you and wag the tail. Oh hey, man! Honey, running over to you. I'm like, did, did you know him, Honey? Did, did Honey? Ian's gonna chop you, and you're gonna be. I'm gonna have to like spend my mom while you chop my dog. Man, <laughs> I saw Ian's chops, by the way. Ian's chops. Oh god! Don't play. <laughs> Dude, your chops are like they look like <laughs> so bad. <laughs> See, like I, I think I, I can take a chop. So, like I think I've been chopped harder than I've ever chopped someone back. However, um, I can take a chop a lot better than some people. And oh, but, oh boy, 
there's no, there's nothing better than coming home and just being like, hey guys, you know how you know people say wrestling's fake? Look at the handprints across my chest. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> if there's one thing that I wouldn't want to do ever again, it's kendo stick shots. Mm. Kendo stick shots are absolutely like I I didn't know how hard it was because I got hit on the back, and then just later on, I'm like, oh my back's so itchy, I'm scratching. I'm like, is that a scab? Have I got an actual scab from a kendo stick shot? Um, anything that scabs over, that's weird, especially if you're going to get hit in the front getting scabs across the chest. Oh, weird. Um, I'll do it. I'll do it again. Like I said, like uh, I, it's something I wouldn't voluntarily do. Like, hey, come on, give us a come on. We'll throw a kendo stick in. Let's just do, let's do, let's do a kendo stick match. Come on. But oh boy, what what kind of puppy? We did the same thing when we put the shit suit down. We have a golden doodle. Mm. Uh, so my dog, or what what kind of dog did I have? My dog was a collie crossed with a spaniel, mm. and now they that my family have a collie mixed with a German Shepherd, and he looks like he's going to be huge. Yeah, like you can German see Shepherds with his, are big, big dogs. Those are you can see it with his paws, like he's going to be massive. He's already grown so much, like since they first got him, and I'm like, he's only two months old now. And I'm like, dude. You look like a full-grown man. Like you, you know the meme where it's like, "Here comes the boy." Yeah, it's like this is like, "Here oh, comes God. the man." The <laughs> hello, man. Hello, taxpayer. You should like, do that. You should totally do that voice and turn on Hello, here comes the man. Here comes the man, taxpayer. <laughs> uh, I, I love as well that there's the chaotic version of it as well, where it's like, "Here comes the boy." Hello, boy. Like, yeah, she was putting the my was playing that all day yesterday. That's all, <laughs> all day. That's all. I'm like, do you ever turn that off? <laughs> uh, TikTok, it's a, it's a, it's a, like, it's the quicksand of social media because yeah, you think you're done, now. you think you're done with one like TikTok, and then you scroll to the next one, and you're like, oh I god, do that I, one. I, oh my god, I forgot. I love MCR. How did how did the algorithm know that the next thing I needed in my life? after a dog video was my chemical romance and then okay cool one my okay if this is another one then and then you're like yeah yeah <laughs> oh oh whoa this is this 10 delicious recipes for pizza that i didn't knew i needed until now wow that's how tiktok be it literally just keeps you coming keeps you coming keeps you coming yep and that's one thing we love here we love pizza so i'd be sitting there like my phone starts telling me it's dying and i'm like oh my god it's three o'clock in the morning Wow. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to mention something about pizza there. Yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah. We love pizza, you know, 3 a.m. when you're like, oh, God. You need pizza. Yeah, we do love pizza here at Dudes of Ringside. I don't know if you, you saw that in past episodes. Yeah. Hey, there's rain. What's popping? What's popping? Rain. I, love, I love the picture. I love the picture. Wait, it's that, that direction. Yeah, I love the picture. Look at rain. Look at her. Look at all. Conholio style. <laughs> we um, love rain. Yeah, we, she's awesome, by the way. <laughs> she's awesome with us. So we so love her little promo thing she did for us. She's like the preview. I said, "Can you just make a preview for us?" She's like, "What do you want me to do?" And I just took my phone out and just recorded her like this. Do it during ringside podcast. I have a pure blood Australian dingo. Has ha- has many years left, but when she goes, it'll be like yeah, definitely, mm, man. Shout out to Rooster Fries. Oh, man. Uh, Australian dingo. Wow. It's like a wolf, right? Yeah. I uh, like what a dingo is. I remember there was the comedian Ross Noble always did a 
did a like a bit where he was talking about he went to India or Chad or somewhere and like the the kids run up to you and like for to get money they'll do like impressions. So if I run up to you and I'm like, where are you from? Where are you from, my friend? Where are you from? And you'll say British or I'm um, English, and then they'll go, Oh, cup of tea, governor, they'll do the accents. <laughs> and he's like, I said I was from Australia. And the kid goes, A dingo ate my baby. <laughs> like that's a Seinfeld episode. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So, like, who is the who is so far? Who in your career has been like the toughest op- opponent you've had? You would say toughest. Oh man, uh, it depends what you mean because, like, I think there's been some tough people that I've overcome, and then there's also some tough people that have fallen too, and then there's people who. I'd, I'd say definitely the two more most recent people uh, that I've wrestled in the last year who've been like the toughest challenges for me have definitely been uh, DCT, um, who broke my nose at the end of our match. So that's Ooh. how tough he is. You know, he had to physically damage me to take me down and keep me down. And then more recently, Andy Wild. Um, I don't know if you saw a clip. He double belly to belly with me and my partner over him. I think, so I, saw that, I, think that I saw that on Instagram. That's... huge lad huge lad and um but again in regards to their chops they had nothing on me you know i, mm. I was coming back i was coming back from those chops but yeah they were great good challenges it's definitely matches i need to revisit at some point down the line whether in icw or whether elsewhere but you know i, I need to overcome them to actually feel that i've moved forward if you know what i mean yeah so how, how does it feel to be actually on the WWE Network? Uh, it's a surreal experience. Um, I feel that every week I'm going to be replaced with CGI, like Borat or something. Like, you know, I'm just going to like enter and just all of a sudden it's just like, my wife, yes, you mesh. And, I'll, <laughs> and, I'd, and I'd be fine with that, uh, especially if my legacy is the guy who was replaced with Borat. Um, but currently, you know, I can't be replaced with Borat because Sasha Baron Corbin's, you know, on SmackDown, um, doing a different character. <laughs> King, Cor- King Corbin now, or or now yeah. as known as like he's like the bum Corbin on like the street now, with the beard and everything that he hey, lost everything. He's coming, he's coming back, you know. He just needs some money. I donate to his Kickstarter. Uh, but yeah, it's it's, it's, it's still surreal. Uh, but luckily, I feel like it definitely legitimizes my career because a lot of people are always like, oh, oh when, when are you going to see you wrestle? I'm like, well, you can watch me wrestle every Saturday on the WWE streaming service or Peacock, NBC streaming service. And they're like, oh, what? what? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. like I, you know, you go from doing like community halls to, you know, being on new and pretty much na- like national or international TV. Um, it's a very interesting experience, especially like the contrast between the two. But now I was looking at kind of like how many matches I've had in my career and near enough, maybe like 30%, 30, 40% I've done in front of no fans for the WWE, like, which is, it, it's strange, but hopefully onwards and upwards. But for now, I can call myself the, the no fans vet of wrestling in front of no fans. So. <laughs> but yeah, so everyone could see Ian Skinner on either where you ha- whether you are in the world, whether it's Peacock or WWE Network. So, which is which is absolutely awesome, by the way. You know, 
every Saturday at 5 p.m. BST. BST now, or it'll be GMT. Um, times are funny, uh, especially GMT, BST. Mate, I every now and then I still need to check, like, like for this, I was like, okay, so it's 2 p.m. for them. So that is in UK. BST, GMT, not too sure. Probably 8 p.m., you think, or... Uh... It was seven PM. So I had to. I had to be like, uh, okay, let's. So you're. I had to be like, <laughs> you're as bad as time as we are, me and Joe, because me and Joe are trying to figure out the time, and I'm like, oh, okay, what time is it? It's like, and and you were saying like, oh, two PM US time. I'm like, there's multiple times in the US. Yeah. So <laughs> EST, PST, and CST, right? Yeah. 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 So I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> like. I got freaked out because, like, next year we're already booking for 2022, and 90% of the people that are, are going to be on the podcast next year are from England. I'm like, dude, what if nobody, none of the American wrestlers that we put in our chat, none of them answer that message? And, and all the British wrestlers, every one of them answer our chat. We're going to have all British wrestlers next year. I, we lose every that, podcast that, that, international. It'd be like the British known podcast. Hey, I, 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 I don't, I don't see any issues with that. Uh, the only <laughs> thing is, like, make sure if you do it like a, like a, at a reasonable time. Yeah, uh, oh, definitely. Again, definitely. Uh, you suggested one at ten p.m. for me. I'm like ten p.m. Ads. That's that's four a.m. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. We, we always try to when we have a UK wrestler, we always try to yeah. make it like two p.m. or three p.m. Unless they have no problem with it, which some people like to stay up late. So. I mean, that, that, there's definitely some nocturnal uh, British wrestlers. Out, sorry, sorry, said the wrong word. Not normal British wrestlers out there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna get canceled, canceled. <laughs> but, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get all our wrestlers canceling us now. It's gonna be like, nope, I can't make it that day. I'm like, nope, nope, <laughs> damn it. Nope. Oh, just got canceled by the whole. Chat. Everybody just canceled at the same time. You said that, geek. Our chat just went. Jun, jun. No, it's funny. Like we are, we're sleeping, and I, I'm still. I, it's, I'm trying to. I'm starting to fall asleep. My body's falling asleep, and I'm like. <laughs> yeah, we got all British. <laughs> Sounds like our local streaming radio station. Lots of listeners. Very few local to the show. Go figure. Hey, hey, hey. Rooster fries. Okay, rooster fries. Are you a restaurant or are you like you've said you're a radio station? So is it roost is rooster fries? That I feel like I'd buy chicken from rooster fries. If I'm yeah, being honest, sounds delicious. I, I want some rooster fries. I'm delicious. I feel like like my order from rooster fries would definitely be the spicy chips, um, like um, Mexican rice and like five wings. I feel like that with like a like a refillable like Pepsi. I feel like Rooster Fries is a place that does Pepsi, in all honesty. Yeah. We're, I don't, I mean, you know, you take that how you will, whether you're a Pepsi guy or. So I'm half Puerto Rican in my house. We have rice and beans. We got like the fried bananas and stuff like that. The banil. Yeah. Fried yeah. bananas? Yeah, like it's like a green banana. Like a green banana. Oh, is it like plantains? Yeah, yeah. I say bananas. That's just the yeah. thing that we used to say in my house, but it's plantains. Cut them up and stuff like that. Oh man, my mom, my 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 dad made good rice and beans, but my mom is not even Spanish, and she could. Oh, oh wait, here we go. Here we go. Here's your answer right there. Rooster Hamilton, 
Sit.com. Well, we don't barbecue our volunteers, but we feed them barbecued wings. Is that cannibalism? Thank you for tuning in, Rooster Fries, man. You know, we are looking for a sponsor, so, uh, you know, we, 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 would, we would plug Rooster Fries to no tomorrow, man. <laughs> Barbecued wings, I'm all happy with that. Like I said, I'd, I love, I'd have wings. I'd have wings. I love wings here as a dudes at ringside. I love wings, so <laughs> you can help us out. Uh, no, okay, though, now, now, now you've said it, now you've said that you both love pizza and you both love wings, right? One, one eat forever. One you can never eat. Which one? Oh, you have geez. to decide. You have to decide between one of them. You can never eat one. Pizza. Pizza is number one for me. I love pizza. I can never I love stop pizza, eating but pizza. I, I, I'm, I'm like that guy at the par- at, Like, if my friends come over, we want pizza, and I'm in. I want to get sloppy. I'm eating wings. I'll eat the pizza and I'll eat a little bit of wings. I'll eat one slice of pizza and I'll just keep eating wings. You need to give me napkins. I'm that okay, guy. Okay, now, now, here, now here's the thing, because I know in the States, pizza is a very controversial topic. Mm. Oh, yeah. How do you take your pizza? Are you talking Chicago deep dish? Mm-hmm. Are we talking New York slice? New York slice. New York slice. We, I grew up in New York. Geek lives in New York, so it's that's New York. My dad is raised in Brooklyn, New York, so we get it. Brooklyn style, which is like well done, crispy, nice, nice and crispy. See that, Joe? Nice. That's the running joke of the podcast, right there. It's the dudes at Pizza Podcast, right there. <laughs> and if that's you want running... tacos, we love tacos Taco. as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I, I, you, you guys are fan like Pokemon. Do you know Pokemon? Like, yes, I do. Pokemon. I'm the huge, I'm the hugest Pokemon fan. Right? Do you here, not so. think that Squirtle looks and sounds? Like he's gonna offer you a dollar slice. Squirtle. <laughs> Squirtle. <laughs> I mean, and look at him. Look at like obviously I have the option to share screen. Look at Squirtle. He looks like he, he looks like a mobster. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, he does. He does have a gang with him. He has the Squirtle Squad. So and that right. look he does that. Twenty <laughs> I think the Squirtle. 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 <laughs> Before this was actually a wrestling podcast, this was actually uh, a Pokemon. Oh, this is a Pokemon <laughs> podcast, so there you go. <laughs> Geek and I were talking about this today, Ian. I said, yo, Geek, without Joe, you'd still be leg drop lunch hour, man. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> what what but, um, was that? Leg, leg drop launch what? hour? Lunch, lunch hour. Yeah. It was a podcast before. I used to talk about New Japan. Right before uh, we started dudes at ringside. Oh, nice. Right? Yeah. So, are you both uh, New Japan guys, or do you? No, like, I'm, more, I'm, you? I'm more the New Japan fan. Joe's more the old school fan. I'm old like, school. I certify old school. I, I, because my grandfather was a professional wrestler. He was like a submission, old school submission heel. Was he Joe Panther Junior? Yeah, he was the he's senior. I'm the junior. I'm the third. My grand, my dad yeah. is the junior, and I'm the third. I'm the third. Okay. My grandfather well, was a heel. Sorry. Just on, on that topic as well, did you not realize that Lucha Underground was just made up a bunch of like sons and grandkids? Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. No, I do. Yeah, like Blue Damon Jr., Pentagon mm-hmm. Jr., um, son of Havoc. You know, mm-hmm. never seen Havoc wrestle, but seen his son wrestle. There's a lot of juniors in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ring Stereo. Yeah. His son's yeah. a giant. It, like my dad was making fun. He's like, Randy. My dad now, because I do the podcast, my dad goes, Randy, yeah. look at this. Look at this. 
Look at this. He always shows me pictures of the uh, the unseen part of Instagram. Is this the search? And it's just pictures. Like I call it the fake feed. And he shows mm-hmm. me. He's like, who's this? We're Ray Mysterio. I'm like, that's his son. He goes, wow, his son is a giant. What? Why is he so big? I'm like, I don't know, Dad. Didn't genetics? I guess it gets mm-hmm. it from the mom. <laughs> I don't know. Like, so, yeah. So have you ever taken a chop from Walter or a no, but I feel like I could take it. Yeah. I feel I'd get up within a couple seconds, probably take a moment to take my breath and then get back up and be like, right, give us another one. Come on. The, uh, Come the on. biggest question, that's the biggest question. Would you take a chop from Walter or a kick from Shibata? Both. Um, yeah, a kick from Shibata would be. I say that the main question would be: Would I take a chop from water or a kick from Speedball Mike Bailey? Speedball, yeah. Because I've heard their comparative, and you've seen. Obviously, it's available on YouTube for free if you have not watched it. But Speedball Mike Bailey and Walter had a match, and Walter was getting worn down by the kicks. Mm. So maybe they're equal. Maybe the kick is tougher than the chop. Mm. I I don't know. From what I saw, I say speedball. You know, he's putting those educate, <laughs> educated feet to good use. Um, those 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 feet have a degree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those feet are a little bit crazy. Either that or a forearm from Minaro Suzuki is another one that a lot of people like to talk about. <laughs> uh, I mean, those take you out clean. So I feel like it's very much kind of like um, like getting a brick to the head. Oh, you know? my God. <laughs> Maybe a dull pain, and then you don't feel anything, and then you wake up backstage. Uh, <laughs> You're like, what happened? <laughs> I, um, yeah, yeah. So, what's hmm, what are some of the more kind of like feared strikes in wrestling? Forearm by by Minoru Suzuki, definitely one of them. Um, the double magnum from Keith Lee, all that. The sound that makes, I would. Grizzly Magnum, that's it. When did I start wrestling? Sorry. Is uh Maxwell Jacob Feldman there has just asked me. Um wait, is he okay, bring it bring okay, you need to bring that up on the stream again. Is he wearing a dog mask under He's wearing a tiger mask? Respect. Tiger Respect man. and advisor as well, doubling up boy. Respect. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, Max Jacob uh, Feldman. Uh when did I start wrestling? I started training to wrestle in twenty fifteen. Um, in around like late 2015, and I made my professional debut in 2017. Uh, so it's like technically I've been like a very fairly short career, and maybe even shorter with the last kind of year. At least like for the majority of it, not really counting towards anything. Um, however, I've been very lucky with the opportunities that I've been given, and um, hopefully, I like to think that I've taken most of the opportunities I had, grabbed them by both hands, and got. That's mine now. Um, sorry, that's just that's the goblin coming out. He doesn't know my. <laughs> cool. I assume if you're from the UK, you are correct, man. Um, respect the Tiger Mask as well. He's one of it. our friends from college. Like we would go into. He got me actually into UK wrestling. To be honest with you. Oh. So, so what so... was what was your what was your first introduction to UK wrestling? Um, I, I really actually loved uh, all like the. Uh, was it WCPW was my first introduction right there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. They, 
I'm so upset that they're gone right now. Yeah, no, they were so, so good, and then they became defiant um, mm-hmm. after a while. And especially as well, the defiant years, um, they had like so much kind of like versioning talent coming in to like showcase their stuff within yeah. those years as well. So that you had like some maybe, obviously with WCPW, it was very much like all the big names, you know. And when you look at their history of champions as well, actually, I'll pull that up just now because, you know, you can look through their list of like previous champions and you can go, oh, well, he's somewhere, he's somewhere, he's somewhere. Yeah. WCPW, champion. There's some, names, there's some names we don't want to talk about, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's, yeah, some names we don't have to mention. Yeah. Uh, so first one, Big Demo. Demo, he's in WWE now, right? Yeah, uh, not anymore. Not anymore. He got uh, so you can find yeah. him on Twitch for the time being, but yeah. then you know, keep an eye out for where he's going to go next. Probably Joseph AW. Connors. Yeah, Joseph Connors. He's in NXT UK. Yep. Drew McIntyre. Wow, Drew. Uh, like my uh, Max Jacob Fellman's just saying Martin Kirby, yeah. Joe Hendry. My yeah. my guy who trains me. He's in Ring of Honor just now. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Uh, redacted, redacted. Rampage Brown, he's in NXT UK just now. I'd say the one standout from there is Rory Coyle, he's still working on the independent circuit. Will be appearing in North C- uh yeah, North NCL. Uh, it's a promotion in Newcastle. Uh, he's going to be on their show this weekend, so that will be very cool. Good to see him back. And we don't have to mention any other names. What well, other Ricochet? Ricochet didn't want, he won the, must have been the internet title. Yeah. Uh, but then if you look at the, yeah, Rampage Brown is great, mm-hmm. Max, yeah. It's so uh, Ricochet. we're reading the comments because nine of the ten of our guests are just talking with us and never looks at the chat and just. No, I, I, especially, like, so what I do on Twitch is I usually link around and chat and just like. Um, Listen. You can play oh, no. right now. I'm, I'm, so I'm, you can like, if you want. Follow me. I don't stream that much. Um, Ian Skinner PW. That is all my social medias at Ian Skinner PW. Check me out if you want. If you want to see memes and all that jazz and want to see me just, you know, do my thing. Uh, but I love sitting in people's chats and kind of not what's <laughs> uh, like, uh, not be a nuisance, but <laughs> be entertaining to a, to a degree. To a degree. Um, I don't want to be, I don't want to be too harsh however i have been known to kind of like um there's my there's my my other trainer um i don't know if you guys have um heard of the rest of my d's d's nuts we need to get the clip lee geek you need to do the clip for that one we'll put that on twitch that's the joke oh, joe you know. used to pull off you know with me in school it's oh you heard that these right i'm like what these nuts, all right. And he used to throw a he used to throw a bag of nuts at me. <laughs> yeah, I respect it. I respect it. Um, but yeah, that's near enough. It just like stuff that entertains me. <laughs> and by virtue, by virtue of association, oh, nice through surprises surprise loving it. Like... <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Um, they from uh, the UK or the Rooster Fries from here? By no idea. No idea, but um Rooster Fries, they said Rooster Fries Hamilton, which is either in Glasgow or which I'd I'd be confused if they're from Glasgow just tuning in, or Hamilton 
Is it Hamilton in Alberta? Chance. Was it guests we had on that I they told us to like that 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 chicken place because they'll will like it and I oh I know what you're talking about you're talking I know what you're talking Ohio. about Ohio hey yo Ohio is from others no they're Respect. gonna like that <laughs> I know I know it, the Nando's Nando's that's the place you're telling us about yeah Joe. Nando's but Rooster Fries thank you so much for coming into the chat on Facebook we really appreciate that we you really do. <laughs> So unless uh, Max Feldman's got another question there saying favorite wrestler growing up and favorite match. So fun uh, introductory fact. My first, the first wrestling match I ever remember watching was um, Tajiri versus Bubba Ray Dudley. But they were both dressed as Santa Claus. Mm. (laughs) So... Um, Tajiri kind of like is like left and lasting impact, especially with Poison Mist. Poison Mist, oh my god, it's just great. And then the Buzzsaw Kick is just so simple. It's just, hey, I'm gonna kick you in the head. Uh, but I guys like Eddie Guerrero, you know. But I'd say like if I had one favorite wrestling growing up, it was definitely Ring Mysterio. Like being able to like jump out the sky, you know, during his entrance, and then he just did so much cool stuff. Like I. It was probably like 10 or 11 when he won the World Heavyweight Championship. I remember watching WrestleMania. It was WrestleMania 22 with my dad in the living room just on the morning after and just being like, ah, I cried. I cried for 10 minutes because he was – He's. I'm little, so watching Rey Mysterio win the title, I my, I my friend was trying to, like, console me. I He said – I didn't know this. He told me this the next day. He's like, Randy, you were shaking. I was trying to put my arm around you, and you were shaking like, like you know, like if you if I was outside. He's like you would have thought you were outside. Your your body was trembling, and your eyes your, your eyes were just tearing up. And I was like, why are you crying so much? I said, Rey Mysterio has been my my favorite wrestler since I was a kid, hmm. and like he's a little guy, and you think the little guy would never ever succeed in big win something big, and he won the world heavyweight championship at Wrestlemania. In today's wrestling world, that's very common, to be honest with you. Nah. Nah, definitely not. You don't think so? You know? WCW guy. I'm saying, like, today, like, someone like Adam Cole, who's freaking amazing, could be, like, he's probably, like, my size, but he's freaking amazing. See, he, he could be. That's the thing. He could be. Will he? That's the thing. Like you could like line up like the, the lads in 2005, 2006, and think about who ever got a sniff of the WWE of the World Heavyweight Championship. Talk about guys like Rob Van Dam, Nunzio, you know, Spike Dudley, Billy Kidman, Paul London, Brian yeah. Kendrick, like Rey Mysterio is that standout guy. Tajiri, again, Tajiri. What you None gonna of be? those guys. You know, it's it's all like that star credibility that Rey Mysterio had. Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. He was a more recent one. And again, he's another standout. Yeah. He's another kind of like um, Taz. Yeah, oh, yeah. Let's get Taz in. Let's get Taz World Championship. I love give Taz a title. Man. Oh, my God. I tell you what, Taz, uh, it's something that most people don't realize. Taz is actually just the wrestling equivalent of Guy Fieri. Mm. Mm-hmm. I love I'm Taz. Glad you guys, I'm glad you guys agree. 
I wish <laughs> Ian that when Geek would disagree with me when the, he had that short. Oh jeez. With uh, oh yeah. I mean, oh, look, it's just guy Fieri. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, he is. That we had that short run rivalry with Triple H. I wish he would have beat Triple H for the belt that 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 moment that match. Yeah. I would have loved to watch him beat Triple H. Geek would have cried like. Oh. Triple H is my favorite wrestler, so it's like. He could have been nice. Me and Geek, we was uh, WrestleMania when Shawn Michaels faced Triple H, and Triple H beat Shawn Michaels, and I just I I was so mad. I was like, Garrett! and I just like stormed out of the room. <laughs> He's like, "What, man? Shut up!" <laughs> I just took off. I was so mad. It was like it wasn't. I wasn't having it. That was a TikTok moment right there. <laughs> like, like I say, um. One again, going back to the tangent about you know Joe getting really emotional and upset in regards to like Remisura winning the belt. I say that most kind of like uh, a moment very similar to my uh, that comes to my heart. It's very similar situation it's when Shibata returned and the final day of the G One and just sat in the ring, took one oh bump, my and God, sat dude, in the ring, dude. the tears in the eyes, man. Oh, and then you know when he returned, I was like in summer. Yeah, it was the summer of 2019, right? Summer of 2019 came back and started beating up Kenta. Day after SummerSlam, right? Yeah. Uh, came back to start beating up Kenta because Kenta had turned on Okada, right? Yeah? yeah. No, um, I don't think it was Okada. I think it was... Who was it? it was, he joined the Bullet Club. Yeah, That's it was so Ishii. Ishii, Ishii. 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 Yeah, he, yeah. he beat up Ishii. But I think Okada was in that match because I remember tweeting, <laughs> tweeting that, like, they just kept hitting each other. <laughs> like, on the apron, I'm like, Kenta, mate. Okada just wants in. Stop being, a, stop being so mean. Come on. Um, but, yeah, he turned on Ishii, uh, and then Shibata came out and just did all his cool stuff. I love it. You know, and, and the thing is, Japanese crowds are very soft-spoken. Like, they'll, like, they're not very loud like we are in America, but that day, that crowd erupted for Shibata. Mm-hmm. That was the loudest reaction I think I've ever heard a Japanese crowd do. I gotta send Joe the clip and show so him is there how any well. Spots that you wouldn't take if like a promoter said, "Okay, we're gonna have you do this tonight." Would you be like, "I don't know"? I mean, I think there's potentially. There's some things that I'd be not coerced into, but there's stuff that I'll consider that's maybe not in my usual repertoire. Um, for I am like, I, I did love like CZW back in the day, used to be like, you know, we had a thing in like for Sky TV called the Wrestling Channel, which is where I was able to watch Ring of Honor, CZW, and like TNA. Uh, so that's where I got a lot of my kind of like wrestling material, but um. I wouldn't say that I'm a hardcore wrestler or deathmatch wrestler. However, I do appreciate some deathmatch spots. I'd need to be coerced with maybe a bit of a thicker pay packet to do maybe a deathmatch with like glass, like tubes, all that like funky stuff. Mm. But at some point I do, you know, in my career, I do want to expand into that realm and do something. I would not definitely, I would definitely not be doing it in trunks. Mm, no pants, no. jet jeans. <laughs> That's the thing. Unless, unless I want to be like show off how truly hardcore I am, I'm like 
Cool. I'm t- coming to it. I think uh, Chris Dickinson did that. He just showed up to a death match in like his just normal trunks and kicks, and he's like, "What? What? What are you gonna do? Come on, bring it." Um, but yeah, I think maybe like a like a pile driver through a glass table or on like a one of those like essentially like old CZW stuff where it's like Nick Mondo going through like multiple different tables and him concrete floor. Yeah. <laughs> Boss man, oh, I thought he meant big boss man. I'm like, what? Yeah, uh, his, but, I'm guessing his boss, his boss. But yeah. thanks, thanks for the uh, support. Uh, Rooster don't get in trouble. Don't get in trouble. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Rooster Fries as well, definitely. Like, it especially because you started with boss man, it's very much kind of like, uh, like a London roadman was like, boss man came in studio, like. <laughs> Uh, but thank you, <laughs> thank, thank you for you. thank you so much for the support. By the way, um, I was as well, you said you're friends with Jamie Lynn. I'm like, oh my god, what if what if she like told the promoter, I want to fight Ian because he came to America. I want to fight him tonight. Would you do it? Would you fight Jamie Lynn in a hardcore match? <laughs> she's <laughs> no. She <laughs> see, see okay. She's cool. She's got a great move set. However, if she's asking like, I want to fight him in a hardcore match. I know there's maybe some ill intentions there. What I would like to do, I wouldn't like to. Uh, okay, I'm. I don't know what I'm gonna call the like the promotion or the show, but I'd love to do a GCW like kind of like oh, my geez. show that I book style show where it's like Ian Skinner's kind of like <laughs> like the show goes wrong kind of like yeah. booking, and I want to book two just absolute technical you know wrestlers where it's like saying like a Jordan Breaks or Johnny Kidd you know, against each other, but it's like a barbed wire death, like death match. But they're still just like, just two technical wrestlers who will not do that. Like, I was like, okay, guys, I don't want you to do any hardcore spots. I just want you to do a technical wrestling match, but it's done within the confines of a barbed wire death match. The ref's yeah. there with the black gloves on. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, are you going to use the table? And like Johnny Kidd's like, no. I'm not gonna. I'm no. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I think that'd be fine. Again, it's something that would just make me laugh. And hopefully, like obviously, the audience might not find it as funny as me because they're like, "Oh, we want, we want a death match." I was like, yeah, no. A wrestling match. That's it. It's straight up. Yeah, it's uh, a wrestling match, <laughs> but it's just the, the stipulation is a death match. I think that'd be funny. I can imagine you reacted to the promoter was like, well, Jamie Lynn said she wants to fight you now. You'd be like, come on. It's my first match in America. Got to take on her. Ugh. Why would you do yeah. that to me? Like, yeah, no, I, I, I'd like to avoid the subject because I feel that the more we, it's very much like Candyman. The more we mention it, the more likely that she's going to like pop in the chat, call me right now and go, oh, by the way, I got you booked for No Peace Underground. Guess what? It's you versus me in a firework up the ass match. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm afraid because, like, I, 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 you know, like, I, as I said, I like the being the mod on the page. I like to get, like, small talk with the wrestlers. Mm-hmm. To pick their brain and ask them this and that. Like, if they could hit us with a promo, because we, not only do we post it on the Dudes at Ringside page, Geek posts it on Spotify. It's supposed to mm-hmm. post it on all our podcast places as, like, yeah. a commercial. Yeah. So people could hear the voice of the wrestlers and and like listen to them and you know what I mean like mm-hmm. but a lot of them don't have time to do promos and I completely understand. 
We are 110. percent You guys are really busy, so you know? now, now that everything's open again for you guys, like yeah, I, So Max, you should check out FMW if you want to see crazy hardcore. Oh, FMW. Oh, <laughs> I, I don't know. If, uh, is it FMW or was it IWA? I think it was IWA who did the King of a Death Match tournament. Yeah, I, I, it was IWA. It was IWA. Where it was uh, Cactus Jack versus Terry Funko. Funko Pop. Um, <laughs> oh, no, that was FMW. That was FMW. Terry Funko Pop. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Just putting on I'm my sure, I'm sure it was King of a Death Match, it was IWA and it was Terry Funk versus right. because yeah. you had Leatherface in that match. I got to go, guys. Sorry. I got to leave early because I have to go bowling with Special Olympics. Nice. I got to go. Have fun, have fun nice All right. Catch Take you care, around. Joe. Catch you on the flip side, brother. Good night, everybody. Take care. Stay safe, man. Stay safe, Bowman. Roman, yeah, so, it's me, so, your so, cousin. So, it's, I guess it's just geek now, right? That's it. Yeah, here we go. You're, you're, the, you're the new co-host now, I guess, right? <laughs> hey, guys, welcome to the... Um, the, the no, nah, there's so many things that I could have said better. I'm, I'm just going to stray away from it again because to protect your branding, but also to protect... I say to protect my branding as well, but also my branding on Twitch and live streams is... I wouldn't say it's vulgar, but it's very specific in what I say. For example, I hate the Welsh. Shout out Shea Purser, SP Purser. Um, I don't hate the Welsh. I just hate the language. Um, Cymru. That's what it's like, Cymru. That's what Welsh is in Welsh. <laughs> Funkle Pop. I have to check the... Uh, ask the action if they have that next time they drive by. Nice. Respect. Good stuff. Um, what was I gonna? I feel like I was on a tangent. Uh, yeah. <laughs> bring me back, bring me back. You were talking about FMW and uh, FMW. It's oh, it's oh, wait, yeah, things I wouldn't do. And again, on the same show that I'm booking, that Ian's gonna everything goes wrong in this show, show, um, a warm soup match. So it's like, I so there's either two variations of this, so it's either the ring surrounded by warm soup. And like the losers, the first person to get thrown into the warm soup. And it's all about the cell of the person getting thrown in the warm soup and going, ah. Would you ah. do would you do a barbed wire uh exploding death match like they had earlier this like year? A, um a, again, if the pay's right, that sounds cool. I love that, especially because like I like I loved the old like Terry Funk stuff, like especially his match with Anita. Oh, it's like a Vietnam film at the end with the smoke and then Anita carrying Terry Funk out like, ah, Yeah, me ah. and Max were favorite match right there. We were watching that, and that match is like, <clears throat> holy crap, the ring exploded at the end of the match. And we were thought we thought the Kenny Omega and um, Moxley match was going to be the same result, and we're like, we see the little sparkler at the end, and I'm like, that's all they could afford, that little sparkler? Well, supp- well, supposedly what it was was it was the uh, the Good Brothers and Kenny played a prank on Moxley. Yeah, and especially so. on Eddie Kingston as well because Eddie Kingston passed out from his PTSD. <laughs> uh, the, the explosions triggered his PTSD. I was actually I was so enthralled. I think we watched it on live stream with Shea Purser. I was so enthralled with that match, especially Eddie coming out and being like, "Listen, man, I need to save him. He's my he's had my back." And you know, especially after they've been feuding previously, he came out with the Masawa gear, and then the fact he's like, "Come on, man, come on!" It's like a Vietnam film. Um, what a, what a match that was! It's a match that's overshadowed because the, the audience are disappointed by the ending. 
but yeah. it was a great match and they definitely built towards the little kind of like the, the spots thing, you know Ken, kind Kenny of like and Moxley the destroyed themselves in that match by the way if you, anybody who's it if anybody have seen that match I'm not going to crap on the match I'm just going to crap on the ending because the match was absolutely amazing so but you know that was I'm not going to crap on the match at all but the ending was a dud yeah we know I'm trying to think the DVD. I think I've got the same DVD. Let me the FMW one? He's got the oh. FMW one. Oh, I thought we were talking about Austin Powers Gold member. <laughs> so I just so I keep that handy just if anyone if anyone mentions it. I don't even have a DVD player anymore, so it's, it's a collector's item, obviously. Um Austin Powers Gold member available uh, all local DVD stores for under five pounds. Have have you ever wrestled Zack Sabre Jr. or I've not had the opportunity to do so as of yet. I would love to. Um he's definitely one of the more inspirational figures that I, you know, when I see him wrestle, I'm like, oh I get the, the the fluidity of his movement and kind of like his transitional skills, second to none. I feel um, like you, you'd be a good match for him. People say that. I think an interesting thing that in regards to like people you want to have matches with and people what the best match will be beyond that is very much a two kind of like two different categories, two parallel streets. Because if I'm inspired by Zack Sabre Jr., by Shibata, by Mike Bailey, and I have a match with them, maybe a lot of my stuff is just reminiscent of what they're doing. So therefore it's kind of like a, the Spider-Man spot where it's like, oh, you're trying to do that thing that he's trying to do, but he does it better because, you know, he's been doing it for years. Um and I feel sometimes that may not play off. However, I do think that more interesting matches, more interesting stories are people who are dissimilar and how they work together with their different styles. For example, <laughs> thank you very much for Big Pop for the Austin Powers. Huh. Um, but for example, something like, say, me versus Darby Allen. That'd be an interesting matchup because we're so different in how we do. And even you know, taking me out of the equation, Darby Allen versus Zack Sabre Jr., you don't think that you don't think about that match until you're like you go oh that'd be interesting because I can't imagine how they'd work with each other because Darby Allen usually works a bit more of a lucha libre striking match where Zack Saber's got that Japanese British technical kind of like I kind strat. of sorry I kind of want to see Dar- Darby versus uh, Hiromu Takahashi. That'd be very interesting as well, especially because of Takahashi's excursions in Lucha. Uh, and he's crazy. He's crazy too. He's absolutely crazy. So Yeah. I remember there was a match where it was him, Dragon Lee, Takahashi, Dragon Lee. Yeah, yeah that match was absolutely, well, probably one of my favorite matches. Wait, All their matches. D- depends, which, depends which one you want to speak about, but like I'm sure it was, there was a match where the first five minutes, it's just... Just them going back and forth, bam, 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 just chopping yeah, that, each other. I think that was the last, the most recent one that just happened. Mm-hmm. That I think that was New Beginnings. I think that was before the uh, the pandemic. Yeah, that was right before the pandemic. The same one as the Moxley and the Suzuki match. Yeah, well, I, I did Moxley have a match with Okada where he was wearing the eye patch? At new beginnings as well against was, Suzuki and someone. Moxley never faced Okada. No, both Moxley and Okada in a tag versus Suzuki and someone. 
It was either in the lead up, yeah, because it was when they were doing the the eye for an eye match, yeah, with Santana, and yeah, I'm sure Mox had, and it looked like it looked like a, a, a screenshot from like an anime or like Metal Gear because Moxley's there in his military pants with his eye patch, and then Okada's there with his like shiny jacket, and you're like, oh boy, something's about to go down. So who who is somebody you would love to wrestle? Someone I would love to wrestle. Definitely, if ever I had the opportunity, I would love to wrestle Okada. Okada, definitely. He's probably one of them all. Or even a Tanahashi. I say Tanahashi would probably be a bit more interesting because his style is very simplistic. Um, I'll say you cut off. Tanahashi. Tanahashi, Because his style is very simplistic. And that's not to his detriment. That's very much towards his kind of like to his game. For the simple fact that I remember, can't remember if it was the JY or Kurt Rabushi match, where there's one match where it's near enough Tanahashi being beaten down for the most part. Does some good wrestling at the start, but then he starts firing back with the slaps later on in the match. And I'm like, it it must have been. Abushi, because I feel like I was on Abushi's side for the, mo- the majority of the match. Abushi, de- started, definitely Abushi, because Abushi only started coming back with the slaps, and I'm like, oh god, Tanahashi is just, oh, he's just a dad. He's a dad that just doesn't go down without a fight. Incredible wrestler, Tanahashi, and especially he learned from Inoki. Um, mm-hmm. One of the one of the minds that you know you probably never get the opportunity to learn from ever again uh, in wrestling. Yeah, so yeah, so you said Okada would be like your top opponent you would love to face, right? Yeah, Okada or Tanahashi, one of those two. All right. Um it's like, all right, I'm trying to think. What's your favorite food? <laughs> favorite food? Oh, okay, favorite food is a funny one because I love pizza, as you guys do, but I love pizza. However, I'm lactose intolerant. Yeah. But you fit you think by that notion by me saying that you're like, okay, so he probably has pizza with no cheese or pizza with vegan cheese. No, I actively poison myself to my detriment. Um, but then you know, I, I live with consequences, but I also take lactase supplements to be like, okay, cool, don't actually kill me, cheese. Because what a way to go down with you know, uh, thanks guys, great interview. Perhaps roostershamilton.com can do an interview with Ian sometimes. Yeah, you guys Definitely. hit me up when you want. Um, at Ian Skinner PW, bam, 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 bam. bam. Uh, but yeah, pizza, it's my it's my it's my favorite, but it's also my personal demon that I need to overcome. Right. <laughs> I mean, if you have to go, we we I totally understand, dude. You know, because it's up to you. No worries, no worries at all. What what I can do is I can actually I can tell you an interesting story, maybe like something so we can like pop yeah. off on a high. That's definitely, yeah. Um I don't know if you are aware of the, the work of uh Atsushi Aoki from All Japan and Noah. Not not really familiar with him, but so so you he's probably been in a couple matches that you maybe have watched. That's the thing. Um, it was in the Junior Tag League, I believe. It must have been 2007, 2006, 2005, mm-hmm. somewhere that era. Because um, he teamed with Kota Ibushi in the Junior Tag League. Wow. Uh, and one of those kind of like standout matches for me, at least, was Taiji Ishimori and Kenta versus Abushi and Aoki. 
incredibly interesting match because it's very much just people from all different schools and all different walks of life learning, you know, having a match together. You know, Kenta being, you know, one of the All Japan OGs, Aoki again being an All Japan and a Noah guy, you know, Taiji Ishimori being a Dragon Gate guy, and Abushi being DDT. Yeah. Um, so I actually got the opportunity to train with Atsushi Aoki. Rest in peace. Uh, he passed away two, three years ago now. Yeah. Um, so there's a, a Japanese seminar in in a school in Scotland called Source. It was four days of intense training. Uh, day one, I was expecting to go like, okay, tons of push-ups, tons of squats, uh, and a lot of cardio. So I'm like, right, I'm gonna <laughs> gonna have to you know get my push-ups and get my squats. And we turn up. His main exercise that he focused on was core, core and abs. I thought I was a, like a good abs guy for a while. Uh, most people would probably agree that I'm like, abs is probably one of my main selling points. People see me go, oh, he's got abs. He's a good guy. Um, but I was absolutely challenged. Four days, every day, starting off with at least like 150 crunches, leg raises um, from all different angles. So day one, oh, come back the next day, really sore. But still able to do it. The way they run it very much kind of like a Japanese dojo day in which you do your calisthenics, you do your rolls and bumping, mm-hmm. and then you do you focus on wrestling. And it would be focusing on a hold, headlock takeover, wrist lock, ankle lock, mm-hmm. um, like different different holds, and then you get the opportunity to wrestle. Five minutes, just wrestling, no no high spots, no running ooh, all that jazz. Yeah. Um, and then he would critique on it and tell you little stories, uh, little bits of info that I'll keep to myself because I paid for that seminar. Um, so day one, oh, that was tough. Day two, oh, God. Day three, I come in. I can't even do one of the most fundamental things that every wrestler probably that like you say, forward roll. I could not stand up from a forward roll because my core was so tight and just absolutely destroyed. But it was all about powering through because it's one of the things that kind of like stuck with me um, that overall, it's not about kind of like, you know, having the best muscles, you know, mm-hmm. a wrestler. Well, this was Aoki's kind of like saying, but and it stuck with me, the body of a wrestler, it can be good. You can be a strong wrestler. However, a strong heart makes a strong wrestler. Mm-hmm. So there you go. have have you ever been noticed in a supermarket or uh, a restaurant <laughs> or I've not had that uh, luxury as of yet. Um it's it's funny. I don't know, I think I'm very much kinda like I look like an everyman, I look like very default. I think until I get my shirt off, people go, Yeah, he's just just a just a dude, just a guy. <laughs> uh especially I walk around where I've got horrific posture, I walk around like a like that's face as well. That's my you know normal posture. Again, the goblin. Uh, I'm just a I'm just a human goblin. I'm just like golem, just in disguise. That's me. Uh-huh. Is there anything you want to promote, or? Uh... uh, not right now. But at least I'd say if you're still watching, guys, tune in tomorrow night. ICW Fight Club. Uh, I believe it is streaming at 12 p.m. EST or 5 p.m. GM, uh, no, BST, BST, around that time, um, just in the evenings or in the afternoon, 
Um, we've got some good shows coming up. You know, keep an eye on my uh, my feed there. We've got CPW, which is Community Pro Wrestling, mm-hmm. should be on there. Uh, Discovery Wrestling, it's already sold out. However, keep your eye out just in case maybe they open up more seats or they have a streaming service. And then ICW Fight Club. Uh, it's actually there's actually a promotion we talked to it's called cpw i don't know if you heard of them coventry coventry pro wrestling or oh coventry uh yeah so we're probably different ends of the country i've not heard not heard of them no no um yeah. the name kind of rings a bell but i think there's a lot of cpws uh in the uk i think there's <laughs> a lot of, so many letters especially when the like a lot of them just want to end with pw oh. um but yeah, uh, check out the community pro wrestling. Uh, but I more more ideally than not, follow my social medias at Ian Skinner PW, um, because that's you know where you'll keep up to date if I happen to be on a show um, that you you know that I've not mentioned. You'll be the first to know, yeah. and also that's where I announce all my merch and it's pretty much everything. And connect, tuned in at the right time. There's Ravy Davy. Ah, good. So it's Ravy Davy who will be promoting community pro wrestling. Um, so his hometown in Govan, uh, in in Glasgow. So it's an easy kind of like a tram ride uh, from city centre in Glasgow. So if you're in Scotland, head on down. It's going to be very interesting. All right. It, it's um, have you had any injuries or uh, brutal injuries or? Uh, so there's not really any brutal injuries. I've had my nose broken, as I mentioned. So the sad part is I did not um, get the cool black eyes. I didn't get like bleeding nose. Huh. I just had a massive bruise on a bigger nose than I usually do. That's all I got for that. Um, and more recently, I chipped my teeth during a taping, which is annoying because you think like, oh, if you chip your tooth, was it a cool strike? Was it a, was it a kick? Was it a punch? Uh, no, it was a pin. Um, the guy just pulled my legs too hard and my teeth just went against my own teeth. Thank you so much, by the way. So they just subscribed. So nice. Yeah. But if, but if you had to, I'm... go ahead. Oh, go, no, you go ahead. I, I, oh, you go ahead. I cut you off. Uh, I was going to say, if that was Ravy Davey who's just subscribed, then definitely, like, if you're going to speak to someone who's got charisma, personality, and also is a TikTok star, highly recommend speaking to him. Definitely. But. If, if you have to go, we really thank you so much for coming on. You could always come back, by the way. No worries at all, guys. Um, well, yeah, give my love to Joe. Uh, <laughs> let him know. How, let me know how the bowling goes because um, I'm interested in. Yeah. Like, is it is it the bowling on the green or is it like like down an alley? Bo- I think it's bo- down alley bowling. You know, so cool, cool. Respect. But- let him know if he does any like trick shots. I'll be like, <laughs> if he can score while doing like a. Hey! That's basketball. That's basketball. You know, you're just living in the restraints of, you know, what they tell you is bowling, okay? (laughs) But, yeah, all right. It's an alley. If it's an alley, if you've got height, throw it in. Uh, But thanks very much again for having me. I hope you guys have a great rest of the day. Stay safe. Take care. You can always come back, by the way. Take care. Bye. What a great guest he was. He was freaking awesome, by the way. Ian Skinner, make sure you guys watch him. He's on the WWE Network overseas. He's on Peacock. So make sure you guys tune into him and follow him, buy his merch. Um, and remember, you guys can always donate to us 
at httpstreamlabs.com slash dudes at ringside. httpstreamlabs.com slash dudes at ringside. I want to thank our guest, Ian Skinner, for coming on, taking the time out of his day. Super nice guy. Um, and remember, you guys, to uh, subscribe to us, follow us, like our videos, and share our videos. Please, very important. So we'll catch you guys on the flip side, and we'll see you guys later.